Welcome to Queer Storytime, the podcast. This is a brave space for sharing queer and trans stories of radical affirmation, acceptance, empowerment, and healing. I'm your host, Stevie Ingram. I so look forward to you joining us. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Alrighty, y'all. Queer in three, two, one. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Stevie Ingram here, your Queer Storytime podcast host. Today is October 11th and is both National Coming Out Day as well as the release of Episode Zero, our introductory episode of Queer Storytime, the podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here and I sincerely hope each of you is feeling vibrant and well. As I do at the beginning of all episodes, I invite you to join me for a moment of mindfulness and ease. So if you're able to do so, take a moment to close your eyes or have a downward cast gaze and we'll take a couple mindful breaths together. Once the eyes are closed, gently begin bringing your awareness to breath, noticing where you feel the breath in the body, breathing in through the nose or in through the mouth, and then breathing out through the nose or out through the mouth. As you breathe deeply, feel the body and mind relax. Taking one more deep inhalation and slow, deep exhalation. As you're ready, you can gently begin opening the eyes and bringing your awareness back into this space and into your surroundings. Welcome back, y'all. So I barely know where to begin and how to contain my excitement for Queer Storytime, the podcast coming to fruition. As many of you know, I started Queer Storytime back in March of 2021, of which was originally broadcasted via Instagram Live, and I completed 50 plus episodes over the time period that I hosted these lives. The first 50 plus episodes were not only healing for me personally, but they provided community and connection for queer and trans people and our allies, which ultimately provided many deep insights into the lived experiences of those in gender and sexually expansive communities. During this time, I truly felt like I had started something great and that was having a positive impact on the world. But as with many things in life, things wax and wane over time. And due to the intensity of my studies in medical school, I had to put queer story time on pause for over a year and focus all of my energy on getting through a particularly intense year of studies. 
when I paused queer story time, I had a vision for bringing QST back so that it was bigger and better than ever. Queer Storytime, the podcast, is part of that vision, and I am so thrilled that it is finally coming to fruition. Before I tell you more about my intentions for Queer Storytime and the importance of this podcast, I'd like to share with you a little bit more about me as your host and also share a little bit about my life journey which will help provide some context for why I think a podcast like this is necessary, especially at a time like this in our public discourse. So before I go further, I do want to provide a bit of a sensitivity warning, as I will be discussing some sensitive topics, including my experiences growing up as a Christian pastor's kid and the trauma and shame that inevitably resulted due to growing up in the Christian church. I'll also be outlining the recent rise in anti-queer and trans legislation that has arisen within the United States and globally. Quite frankly, I debated back and forth in my own mind for weeks on end, if not months, as to whether I should share about these experiences in this introductory episode of QST, because ideally I want this initial episode to feel lighthearted, fun, and exciting, but also given the healing work that I do professionally, and given my own healing journey, I think it's necessary to lead this podcast with authenticity, truthfulness, and vulnerability, and with the realization that all of us as human beings can benefit from learning how to hold space for others and the pain they've experienced throughout their lives, which is something that isn't necessarily taught to us growing up. On this note, I heard a quote recently from James Baldwin, who is a prolific Black American writer, activist, intellectual, and also an openly gay man. He once said, and I'm paraphrasing here, that we as human beings harbor hatred because ridding ourselves of that hatred would mean that we have to confront our own suffering. So for those of you that may not be queer or trans, I want to offer you a brief window into our lived experiences, then I'll share more about my personal story. The reality of the queer and trans experience for a big portion of our community is that many of us do not grow up being able to share or live our authentic truth in an embodied way. For our own safety, many of us have to consciously live in a way that contrasts our deep felt sense and inner knowing of who we are. This relegates us having to live this fake reality also that we can avoid experiencing further prejudice, humiliation, bullying, and dehumanization. 
as we age and grow, many of us as adults are left to put the puzzle pieces back together so that we can move beyond all the adaptations and behaviors that allowed us to survive all of these harms against us. This piecing back together that takes place for many of us is a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual returning to home. It is a returning to our true, authentic, and embodied nature that we knew was there all along. The truth is, this is both my truth and the truth for many of us. With this acknowledgement, I'm going to share a bit of my own story and many of the problems facing queer and trans people so that I can outline the solution that I think this podcast can provide. I know much of what I'm about to express may feel heavy and uncomfortable, but as I've mentioned a moment ago, I think it's very necessary as a starting point for this podcast. While I express these not-so-comfortable aspects of the queer and trans experience, I ask that you bring your full attention and awareness to your breath. Awareness of breath is an extraordinarily beneficial practice when sitting with uncomfortable feelings, so I encourage you to keep this mindful breathing going as much as possible. But I do promise that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, which is my entire intention of offering this podcast. With this said, let me share a little bit about my story. Are you still aware of your breath? For those of you that don't know me yet, my name is Stevie Ingram, and I'm a queer and trans femme. My pronouns are they, them, or she, her. One of the major things you need to know about me, as I've already mentioned, is that I grew up as a Christian pastor's kid. And I know as many of you hear this, some of you with religious upbringing may already be tensing up as I express this. And for good reason, I invite you back to your breath. This said, I'm going to briefly share some of the highlights of my story as I think my upbringing as a pastor's kid provides some necessary context for creating this podcast. My story begins with the acknowledgement that much of my childhood and young adult years centered the Christian church because of my dad's role as senior pastor within all the communities that we have lived. In my dad's position, he pastored various United Methodist churches throughout my lifetime and is still actively doing so to this day. For those of you that may also be pastor's kids, you know this experience. It's almost as if your family has minor celebrity status because everyone knows your family and your parent has a seemingly important role as a spiritual leader in the community. Needless to say, as many are well aware, growing up in the Christian church and having many expectations placed on me not only as a Christian but as a pastor's kid 
in addition to being one who was visibly queer and feminine for someone assigned male at birth. This made for some very unpleasant and uncomfortable experiences growing up. Let's take a deep breath together. The truth is, I often felt isolated. I didn't feel safe among self-professed Christians. I dreaded going to church and hearing harmful and hateful narratives being repeated like a broken record by church members upon many occasions. To be frank, I experienced unrelenting bullying at both church and at school. There was not a single environment for me to feel safe to express myself authentically. That is a huge burden for a child and teenager to carry, as anyone within this age range is simply trying to learn and discover who they are. This is an awkward time for any of us, regardless of whether you're queer or trans. So imagine having to carry around all these extra concerns about gender and sexuality. There were many points during my formative years where I started to believe the narratives of eternal damnation for living a homosexual lifestyle. And I realize now that these narratives were forced onto me. Hearing narratives like love the sinner, hate the sin, which is a completely harmful narrative to be promoting as you cannot truly love someone unconditionally. If you hate an inherent aspect of who they are in the depths of their being. That said, there were many years that I tried to actively pray away the feelings that I was having of same-sex attraction. In recent years, I have begun to acknowledge that experience as a form of self-conversion therapy, which occurred due to beliefs and messages that were indoctrinated into me from a very early age growing up in the church. Interestingly, these messages came from the church members and not my father who was the pastor of all the churches I've attended in my life. For the podcast listeners that may be astonished by this experience, I promise you that this experience is unfortunately shared by many queer and trans people, no matter their religious upbringing or other factors. As I've gone down a path of healing from my childhood and young adult years, I recognize that these experiences are repeated traumas that have accumulated over the years, which more recently has been described by modern medicine and psychology as complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I also recognize that this is not an isolated experience, given that these experiences are commonplace 
and widespread within the queer and trans community. And to make a long story short, I didn't begin to recognize the impact that all of this had on me until my junior year of college, when I started experiencing severe and unrelenting panic attacks. I didn't realize it at the time, but that's what I was experiencing. After having a panic attack or two, I realized I can't live like this and need to find something to counteract all of this anxiety. Intuitively, I chose yoga, of which I knew very little about at the time. I just felt this very strong calling towards it, then became enveloped in Eastern philosophy and spirituality, including Buddhism. At that time, there was a book that was very formative for me and my own healing, which was a book by Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh called Living Buddha, Living Christ, which provided a great bridge between my Christian upbringing and my proclivities for Eastern spirituality. This time period in college was a huge catalyst for me to get to where I am today. In the years since my first panic attack, I've gone deep into studying yoga, Buddhism, and also the sister science of yoga called Ayurveda. Given these experiences, I had a strong desire within me to learn as many healing practices as I could which ultimately are practices of reconnection, connecting many of us to what I described earlier as our true nature or true self. Given this insatiable desire, I completed a master's degree in yoga therapy in 2015 and training as an Ayurvedic health and wellness counselor in 2022. I also completed a dedicated Buddhist training in 2021 with senseis Koyo Kabose and Gyome Kabose. Lastly, I am well on my way to becoming a naturopathic physician upon graduation in June of 2025. Life truly does get better, doesn't it? Over these last 15 years, my sole mission has been to create a world where queer and trans people can live beyond the shadow of their trauma, living authentically just as they are. And guess what? Thrive. This is what all of us deserve. As Reverend Gyome, one of my Buddhist teachers, states, to become yourself is true salvation. When you really become yourself, there is fulfillment, realization, and satisfaction. My hope is that all of you experience and embody this truth. Whether you're queer slash trans or an ally or someone seeking to better understand our lived experiences. Having shared all of this, I am now 35 years old, living in ways that little Stevie never could have foreseen. Currently, I'm using all of my various roles and knowledge to bridge gaps in healthcare, to make healthcare an environment 
that is affirming and as safe as possible for queer and trans people. In addition to my clinical roles and teaching, I am an active consultant and educator for parents, clinicians, and healthcare training institutions seeking greater knowledge, understanding, and awareness of caring for gender and sexually expansive communities. To learn more about my work, you can read and share my articles written on these topics, which have been published in the magazine Yoga Therapy Today. These articles are written through the lens of yoga therapy, but are beneficial for any parents and healthcare professionals looking to gain greater competence and humility in these areas. All of these articles will be linked in the description of this episode. So now that you know a little bit more about my queer story, I'll talk a little bit more about my intentions for continuing queer story time. Many of you know and may be keenly aware of the fact that within the United States right now, there are approximately 600 plus anti-queer and trans laws being proposed within various legislatures across the United States. Approximately 75 to over 100 of these laws have been implemented into law, and it wasn't until recently that some circuit courts have deemed several of these laws as unconstitutional, thus preventing them from being implemented legally. Most recently, the Supreme Court of the United States overturned years of legal precedent that allowed queer and trans people to be protected from discrimination, which has already made room for people to deny queer and trans people public services, such as getting haircuts, designing wedding websites, eating in restaurants, officiating weddings, and many other areas where queer and trans people were guaranteed legal protection from such discrimination previously. This all comes at a time when queer and trans people are experiencing unprecedented harassment and bullying using some of the same narratives that I heard growing up in the church and school. Misinformation abounds regarding gender and sexuality globally and is at an all-time high due to false, inadequate, and anti-scientific beliefs about queer and trans people which is often perpetuated by those in conservative religious communities, not just Christianity. This grievous level of harm experienced by queer and trans people worldwide necessitates that the world desperately needs to listen to queer and trans stories to help humanize our lived experiences and our inherent dignity and divinity. As human beings, it is often sharing of stories that changes and opens human hearts and minds. Even if not immediately, these stories often implant seeds that blossom at a later time that serve to shift perspectives within those that are open to listen. I often think about the fact 
that marriage equality was not available to same-sex couples prior to 2015 here within the United States, and how there was this massive campaign to share stories of same-sex couples which normalized our relationships. Sharing these stories led to a fundamental shift in the minds and hearts of many Americans, which made it possible for the Supreme Court to rule in favor of granting marriage rights to same-sex couples. As an aside, I simultaneously acknowledge that these rights are yet to be granted to many queer and trans people globally. We also have yet to grant these rights to those that are ethically non-monogamous or polyamorous. As our fight for queer and trans liberation continues, this necessitates the sharing of stories to continue opening even more hearts and minds, which is ultimately my intention for reigniting queer story time. QST provides a brave space where those of us in gender and sexually expansive communities can not only empower one another through shared story and thus help one another heal, but also to share our stories at a time when there are people around the globe that wish to have us eradicated from public life. There is no better time for queer and trans stories to be heard. Now that you understand some of the backstory and context for queer story time, I briefly want to outline some of the logistics for QST listeners. So each episode of this podcast will be approximately 30 to 60 minutes and will feature a new guest to share their personal queer or trans story. My goal is to feature as many people from a diversity of backgrounds and cultures as possible, including those in active allyship with us. I do want to be very clear that queer story time does not wish to indoctrinate or influence anyone. We simply wish to educate, elevate, and empower all of our listeners. This podcast is intentionally meant to share queer and trans stories as a way to humanize our experiences and to serve as a platform for transforming hearts and minds. That said, episodes will be released on a bi-weekly basis, but I do ask all of you to be patient with me as I am actively in the throes of medical education, which may necessitate a change in the production schedule from time to time. In addition to featuring a new guest for each episode, there may be episodes that feature particular topics of importance, such as gender and sexually affirming healthcare, mental health, spirituality, tools and practices for well-being, navigating both trauma and coming out, education for parents, healthcare professionals, and institutions, as well as sex education and prevention of sexually transmitted infections. And of course, other topics suggested by listeners like you. 
If I do not personally have the expertise on a particular topic, I will be sure to find experts that do. Additionally, there may be community days which feature several guests at a time. Many people enjoyed these community days back when we did them on Instagram Live, so I would love to continue to do that here as well. In the near future, once this podcast is in a good flow, I may offer a membership-only Patreon, which may include access to the full audio library of recorded episodes, early access before an episode is released to the public, and access to community events, workshops, bonus interviews, behind the scenes, and more. Ultimately, whether you as the listener are queer slash trans, or you are someone looking to learn more about our lived experiences, you will leave each episode feeling inspired to live your best and most authentic life. Always remember, there is profound community connection and healing created through shared stories. So please join us as we embark on this new journey together. Welcome to Queer Storytime, the podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for episode one coming up near the end of October and be sure to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice to help us reach a wider audience. I am so grateful to have you here in community with me and all of our future guests here on Queer Storytime. Remember, stay fabulous and live authentically just as you are. Peace out, y'all. Hey, friends. I'm so delighted that you've made it this far. I sincerely hope that this episode has opened your heart and provided you with valuable insights into the lived experiences of those in gender and sexually expansive communities. There are several ways in which you can support this podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed if you haven't already done so, and be sure to share it with friends and family. Queer Storytime is a professionally produced podcast, which costs about 80 US dollars per episode. If you feel called to do so, I kindly ask that you support future episodes of this podcast by making a one-time or ongoing contribution that is sustainable to you. Links to contact me or to contribute to this podcast are found within the description of this episode. From the bottom of my queer heart to yours, I'm sincerely grateful for you tuning in to Queer Storytime, the podcast. Hugs and love, y'all. Until next time.